All right. Good morning, you guys. Oh my gosh. It is Tuesday. I hope you guys had an incredible, amazing weekend. Waiting for Miss Kelly to get on with me. So we can start our day having a positive beginning. Yes. Good morning. Good morning, Jody. Thank you guys so much for hopping out with us. I love it when you guys hang out. We have a fun topic today. It's Tuesday. Hey, Diane. Thanks for hopping on. There's Kels. Hello. <laughs> I saw that. I know. I saw you. I saw you. Uh, I saw that. You're that like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Dean's on. Maddie's on. Good morning, ladies. So happy you're on. We have such an important topic, I feel like, that we're going to be talking about today, at least for those who we talk to a lot. There, This is something that um, is out there that people are very confused about. So we're going to bring some clarity to it. But before we do, we're going to get our day started off super awesome. Yay! Kelly, what day is today, Kels? Today is Tuesday, people. It's April 2, no longer April Fool's. I hate <laughs> April Fool's Day. <laughs> <laughs> but we're all about the love, so let's start yes. it off with positive attitude. All right, and that symbol just to get us in the mindset of creating a positive attitude today. All right, let's take it with our three deep inhales and exhales just to breathe in good, breathe out bad, take it in as deep as you can. Good morning, Kevin. Good morning, Kathleen. Beautiful lady. All right. So, you guys, um, before we get into the topic, we have to say just a couple things about what we're grateful for because that is an important part of having an amazing day. You got to get your mindset in the place where you're thankful for what's around you, things we take for granted, things that we've worked hard for but haven't celebrated. So, Kelly, for you, what is that today? Very simple. I'm thankful for warm blankets. Uh, not that I need them right now, but it reminds me that I'm happy I have them when I need them. We, we still have our winter comforter on, and uh, it's been a little warm the last couple nights. <laughs> so I'm like, hey, I have a warm comforter, and I'm thankful for that because there are people that need it um, that don't have it. So I am thankful for mine. Very nice. Okay, for me, I have to say that I'm so grateful this morning. I just It just came to my attention. Um, I, I was really just try, trying to be aware. And not that I haven't already talked about our pets, but I just love how dogs, especially, I'm, I'm definitely more of a dog person than any other kind of pet, but I love all animals. But what I love about dogs is they're just so innocently forever young. They just like... <laughs> You know, my, my girl dog, she's an old lady, but she acts like she's a little puppy. Like, every time she sees us in the morning when we wake up, she's like, <laughs> they're so dialed in to everything that we do. Every little movement and mannerism and routine and, you know, what they see us holding and carrying and what's on our feet. Like, everything is a sign to them of what we're going to do next. <laughs> so, uh, when my husband opens the closet door where he has his hiking shoes, the dogs go ape. They just go crazy because <laughs> they just know hiking is coming up. We're going to go for a walk. Something exciting is happening. This is the only time he goes for those shoes is when he takes us with them, or at least most of the times when he takes us with them. So it's just so cute. Like in the morning, the alarm goes off. My dog just stretches and she's like, ah, it's morning time now. And she jumps on the bed and she wants her little pets. Good morning, pets. Like, Come on, guys. <laughs> the alarm went off. It's time to wake up. Get the morning routine started. <laughs> she walks out of the bedroom all happy, wagging her tail, running down the hallway to the kitchen, <laughs> waiting for us to make her coffee. It's just so adorable. I just love that even though she's old, gray hair all over her face, she just looks forward to the day every single day and and even throughout the day just like every transition throughout the day she gets excited has to follow along see what's happening <laughs> like we can take a lesson from our little doggies um of how just to stay positive and excited about the day and be enthusiastic i mean how often do you approach your pets and and uh they don't make you smile like 
I don't want to be like a dog. I want to be that person who just makes other people smile when they walk in the room and I wag my tail. Like, hey, how's it going? <laughs> it's just so cute. I love it. So I'm just so grateful for every morning she makes me smile and she just appreciates us so much and we appreciate her so much. So that was what was on my heart today for what, what, what I'm grateful for. I'm sure you guys can relate. We'd love to hear what you're grateful for. Um, so if you'd love to pop that in, I know lots of you guys are um, pet lovers and uh, you have a million stories. I'd even love to see pictures of your pets if you want to stick those in the comments too. I'm sure you have a million of them right there on your phone. <laughs> um, so share those with us because those are the best. <laughs> I love when people share pet pictures. <clears throat> All right. So uh, you guys, I'm so excited for this topic today for a different, few different reasons. Um, one, just that, you know, to celebrate the... Uh, the fact that uh, for years I've been doing tons of research around this topic. Kelly has too. So is Michelle, who can't be on with us this morning. She's our certified nutritionist and holistic health practitioner for Hero Mom Legacy Academy. And right now she is uh, managing all of the ladies who are in the program through the, the challenge and documentary. And, and Kelly, very active there too as that we're they're going through our program. So a lot of you have heard of us in the past, if you've been following our story at all, that we love the uh, keto diet. We kind of went over that before. It's kind of popularly known as the keto diet, but truly, honestly, what we do is not technically a keto diet, but uh, for, for people who kind of just know a very surface level uh, version of that word, I would say this would fit in that category. I would prefer to call it more of a low-carb diet, low-carb, high-fat, high-nutrition, sustainable rapid weight loss. Um, well, the rapid weight loss part isn't sustainable. <laughs> diet is sustainable, and rapid weight loss is a benefit <laughs> of that. Right. Uh, so uh, with all the research that we have, and there's tons of information out there on the Internet, so it's not difficult to find answers. Um, but what is more difficult is... Uh, finding the answers that resonate with you so that you understand what you want. When you find someone um, or a group of people who speak about it in a way that aligns with how you want to experience it. And that's what we find that's kind of unique about us from others is that we have a very specific um, standard of how we do it. And it, it's not to say that it's better than anybody else's. Uh, because certainly I'm sure you could get some success in other people's programs too, but we're very proud of it because we believe it is for us sort of the premium version of what we've seen out there uh, and aligns with how we want to experience life and our legacy. And that is living at our highest level, ultimate level of health and energy so that we can celebrate all of the beautiful people in our lives and the amazing things that we have going on. Right, Kels? Absolutely. And I think we have to also realize Sometimes we feel really alone in the process of mm -hmm. trying to get healthy yes. and, um, and, it, and it becomes scary. And you, if you turn to the people around you, they can become scared too. And then they're not supportive of you because, well, well, she does this. I might have to do that too. And then I might be deprived and my life might change. So that's when you have to remember too, we are here to help you. Um, we have that community of support and you need to sometimes go outside of your circle to find that spot where you're going to succeed, where maybe you're, whoops, Sorry. <laughs> I was going to say, I heard myself again. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, so then maybe, you know, it, it doesn't bring the fear factor in with the people around you, but you're getting the support that you need in a community that understands what you're doing, why you're doing it, and helping you go through that. That is so huge, you guys. When I first started my journey, I literally had nobody in my existing world who was part of that process with me. And it wasn't because um, I couldn't have found people, because certainly there were people that I knew who would have been interested in health. But uh, for whatever reason, my my immediate go-to circle um, wasn't really interested in that. And so uh, I really did feel kind of alone. And, and, and that's sort of a cage mentality. I don't want to say that I was alone, but I had to step up and take responsibility. That was the biggest piece. Like, in that way, it's all me. 
not because I'm a loner and people don't care about me, but because this is something that you have to do that you can't rely on someone else to get you results. You can rely on other people to give you guidance, to provide tools and support, um, knowledge, wisdom, the how-tos, the tactics, and all that kind of stuff, and maybe even some of the whys. But when it comes down to it, it is all right here, like this, what's going on here, what's going on here, what's happening right here. It's all that. And if, and if that is not being tapped into fully and you're, you're thinking something else outside of you is going to make that happen, then you are not going to be able to sustain the results. This is coming from personal experience, my personal experience, Kelly's. Every person I've seen who's gone in and crushed it will tell you that that is where the key is. But first, the first part of it, right? The first part of it is this struggle. The struggle is you're not happy with your health. So if you're not happy with your health and you're expecting some something to drop out of the sky and just like <laughs> abracadabra and make you healthy, it's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm telling you. Trust me, I waited 20 years for that, <laughs> and it never happened. <laughs> so uh, the answer was in the mirror, and I had, to, I had to accept that responsibility. I had to accept that challenge and stop um, blaming other people. The other piece then is once you recognize the struggle and that it's your responsibility fix to fix, you've got to go out and search for some solutions. I've spent the better part of 10 years uh, well, if I include all my years of the yo-yo stuff, uh, 30 <laughs> years, <laughs> uh, but uh, specifically in the direction where I am at right now, where I finally locked on to something, I would say the last 10 years, I'm researching this and putting um, all of this, what is now the Hero Mom Diet together. So I have a lot of knowledge and background, and I've run into some amazing people who have used it and gotten incredible results, Kelly included who has also become one of those people just completely geek out on this stuff and is, has immersed herself in the learning too. So now we're partnering together with Michelle and we, uh, and we search solutions together. Uh, and so that would be the third piece would be the solution. What are you going to do now that you acknowledge and take responsibility? You've done your research. Now it's time to solve the problem. So we're in that space with you guys right now where we're talking about some of that searching. So that's why this topic today. Kelly, what is our topic today? Our topic today is a burgers, cheese. Oh, what did I say? No, bacon, burgers, and cheese. Oh, my. <laughs> why keto diets fail. You know, and those three things are a huge part of it. <laughs> Absolutely. So... So many people think keto is just no carbs or ridiculously tiny amounts of carbs for sustained long periods of time. And they think that because that's what they're going to find out there on the internet for the most part. So Eat all the meat. Yeah. <laughs> meat, 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 meat. And um, I don't know why, but our human nature wants to turn everything that is hard work into a, an to, to make a version of it that becomes an indulgence. <laughs> so it's like our, our mind wants to make it easy. They, it wants to make it fun, which I get. Like, that's how we're hardwired. But if we're going in expecting that we're going to make it easy and, and fun, and if it's not that, then we're not going to be able to um, stick with it. That's, that's the first part of the struggle. You got to go back to the struggle piece and take responsibility because it is not about that. Good results are not about having fun, and it, it, not that you can't have fun, but that's not what it's about. It's about enjoying the experience of bettering yourself and what that feels like when you're back in the driver's seat because you took responsibility. That's fun, for sure. <laughs> um, doing the learning, getting empowered, like that's fun too, right? Um, knowing that you're in control of what happens next in your life and in terms of how you feel. So I think the bacon, burgers, and cheese – um, in terms of being associated with what a keto diet is all about, um, ha, ha, it comes in because of that perspective of how do we make it indulgent so we don't feel deprived, you know, so we can kind of convince ourselves that it's not, um, it's not going to be hard work. And then we come in with that mindset. And trust me, I've done this for 20 years before <laughs> I did it right and always trying to find that, that loophole of how to make it easier um, and it, it's unsustainable. Soon as if you go with that mindset, as soon as it starts to feel difficult, you're out. You're done. You're like, it's not for me. It doesn't work. 
as soon as I quit, I get it all back. <laughs> I've heard that so many times. <laughs> I've said that so many times. Um, so it's totally true, right, Kels? Absolutely. And we always try to sidestep things. You know, um, we try to, like, I don't like to use the word cheat a lot, but we think we can do something and, oh, well, that'll be okay. And then one okay snowballs into another okay. Or my famous one for a lot of my life is I can outwork my diet. <laughs> I can run it off. I can jump it off. I can do all this stuff. I can bike it off. And you know what? You can't. You really, <laughs> really, really can't. Our bodies are too smart for that. Mm -hmm. they know <laughs> better that. and you know you, you just you can't and I really really learned that probably about three to four years ago when I started researching this and I thought my body was going to be the way that it was mm -hmm. and you know I I was sort of becoming you know accustomed to that I'm like okay but I don't want to be okay you know, I, I was actually able to pull back in working out, which for me is like, oh, my God, I'm not going to be able to work out. But it's been mentally freeing. It's yeah. been, you know, I'm not, a, I'm not a prisoner of the amount of exercise I felt like I had to do mm -hmm. because my body was being fed such good things. And it was like, oh, finally, you're getting it. You're not going to starve me. You're not going <laughs> to give me too much wine. You're not, not only going to eat protein, you know, <laughs> it's like, you're finally getting it, woman, you know, so it's, um, yeah, we can't sidestep it. We have to look at head on, you know, dead in the eyes and say, it's, it's my time. I'm going to figure you out. Yeah, it's time to have gratitude for this, you know, and mm -hmm. take care of this. Because again, you know, going to all the soccer events and going to work full time and doing all of the other responsibilities of the role that you've chosen in life is not going to take care of this. Unfortunately, we still got to do that. You know, fortunately, unfortunately, however you want to look at it, the point is the effort has to be put in. The conscious choice uh, to, to be in charge of that still has to be there. Nobody's going to come in and rescue you. And I, say, I keep saying that because, you guys, like, I can't tell you how much I was just so sure that somebody was going to come in and <laughs> fix this for me. Because why? Because when I was younger, before I started pumping out pumpkins, um, I, I didn't have to put a lot of effort towards that. You know, it just wasn't that much work. My, my body kind of had my back at that time. Right? I'm young. My metabolism is, is faster. Things were easier for me mobility-wise. Um, I'm 48 now. I'm going to be 49 this summer. And, and Kelly's right there with me. But, you know, I feel, I feel more in control now than I ever have. But I'm aware, once you, once you get that awareness of what it's going to take, it's not that hard, you guys. It's just the hard yeah. part, honestly, is the learning. You know, the learning mm -hmm. and the trusting in yourself and trusting in who you choose to put in your path to support you along that journey. But, uh, Kelly, do you have those three points we talked about this weekend handy by any chance? I do. Um, the first one was... Um, you don't have an expert guide is one of the reasons that that keto diets fail. Mm. Um, I, I love that point because I had a really dumb moment um, several years ago when someone said to me, you, I won a, a state track championship when I was in high school. And they said, did you have a coach that got you that helped get you there? I said, yeah, I did. And they said, well, what makes you think you don't need a coach in life, in nutrition, in, you know, XXX? And I was like, oh, if I want to be the best version of me, I get a nutrition coach. I get someone who can help me be my best health mentally and physically. I get a high performance coach. Um, you know, all these things. It was like all of a sudden it's like – yeah, you don't do this on your own. You don't become the Olympic athlete. And, you know, I'm by no means an Olympic athlete, but I'm trying to become an Olympic athlete in my health, in being the best mom that I can be and being the best wife that I can be. In all those areas, I'm trying to be that gold medal. I'm trying to get that gold medal and I'm going to get there. And it's, it just takes time. And it was just really an eye opener. So not having that expert guide is a lot of reasons people fail. They, oh they have no one to show them. Yeah. 
that was the hugest difference for me. So again, 20 years of doing this, being obese, up and down, kind of in and out of being overweight, being obese. And it wasn't until, you know, you know, if you ask me what is my expertise at that time of my life, hang on, I gotta give my girl a goodbye hug. <laughs> Have a good day at school, okay? Drive safe, watch your step. Um, I don't know, I just, I, I'm just worried. I'm a mom. <laughs> Love it, baby. I never um, stop worrying. No. <laughs> the, the things you have to step over is about this tall. And I'm like, what you say? <laughs> like, I'm almost 17, Mom. I got this. <laughs> you, you didn't master walking. You're right. <laughs> Next time she trips, we'll be like, uh, should we have warned you? <laughs> so I still trip. Maybe that's why I feel yeah. the need. Uh, on the other side, I'm getting older, so sometimes I trip over my own feet. <laughs> but anyway, for me, like all those years of, if you would have asked me at that time in my life when I wanted to start changing my health, what my expertise was, it certainly wasn't health, it wasn't fitness, and it wasn't nutrition. It wasn't how to lose weight either. And uh, I have s so much more of an appreciation for people who are experts regardless of what they're in because there's so much work that goes into being an expert. I mean, literally years and years of studying experimenting on yourself like, and teaching other people and, and to finally get to that point where you can duplicate success um, time and time again. And it's, I wasn't tapping into that. I, and and we're no, there's no shortage of experts in our world. They're just, especially with the internet. Um, so, so there really is no excuse anymore to not work with an expert. Uh, for those of us, what, whatever the resource is, the expert resource is, whether it be one-on-one, -on -one, in a group setting, uh, through an online course, or through a book, uh, through a podcast, there there are so through an art through articles um, uh, on their blog. There are just there's just absolutely no excuse from free to high ticket items. We have access to experts who can change our world, but we're not tapping into that. We're expecting ourselves to become an expert in something that we're just starting. And then expect ourselves to get the world-class results that we want in a short period of time. Because why? Because we have so little time. Uh, we're busy with all of the other things we're experting in. Being a mom, uh, working full-time at your job, whatever that uh, position is. Um, being a support to your husband as a pastor's wife. Running a, an awesome entrepreneurial business um, online. I was talking about Jody. Uh, and then some of you who are new moms, like, you know, getting into becoming an expert of how to, to raise a tiny little human being into an adult. Like, that's a lot of work and a lot of areas to put your concentration and you have to pick and choose uh, where you want to dig deep and master. And for so many people, that's, they're not going to make the time to be the nutritionist, the holistic health practitioner, the certified high performance coach, the fitness expert. They're just not going to do the time for that. And that's okay. You're not a loser <laughs> for, uh -uh. for not choosing that. Um, in fact, I would say if that's not your area of interest, it's actually really smart that you don't put that pressure on yourself to be that. So what do you do instead? When I want my taxes done, I hate doing taxes. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, pay Caesar what, what belongs to Caesar. So I live in a first world country. <laughs> I will pay my season taxes. Um, but either way, I, I'm never going to become, I have zero desire to become an expert in taxes, but I value that expertise tremendously. So I will work with somebody who's an expert to help me navigate something that I'm unfamiliar with, but recognizes very important in my life or, as part of my success and how I want to experience life. So that's why we said number one is people don't work with an expert. So you go in as a novice expecting world-class results. And when you don't get it with the limited time that you have, you quit. And you start believing that there's something about you that isn't right. There's something about you that can't step up and make this happen. And that's just not the truth. You start saying lies to yourself like there's something wrong with you. And there isn't. You're a hard-working, ambitious person. You're just not an expert in this area. You need to work with someone who's done that work and can um, fast track you through that process and get you those world-class results. And, and also just to add to that is you need an expert who can help you become an expert on you. Mm. Not There's no like one thing like slap it on program. It's a sticker for everybody. 
because I'm different than Paula, who's different than Michelle, who's different than Jody, who's different than everybody else. Mm -hmm. So it's very personalized. My, my program and how I treat my body is expert to me. And there are things that I do very differently than let's say Paula. And because she's the expert of her body, I can't tell her, well, just, just do exactly what I do and you're going to have the same results. It's not true. And so you need someone to teach you how to be an expert of your own body. Yeah. And, and physiologically, right, we're all human beings. So there are a lot of things about us that run the same, or at least designed to run the same, and also designed to respond the same to certain baseline of things. So having somebody help you get involved or um, to, to get to get involved in a process that addresses those baseline pieces so you can start getting the momentum and seeing where do I need to tweak? What I always say, and Kelly does too, is action creates clarity. If you're sitting in the process of thinking about it, thinking that you're going to think more about it so that you can figure it out. You're gonna <laughs> Analysis paralysis. There. Yeah. You're going to be sitting there for years, okay, 20 years thinking about the process Getting to a certain point where I got a little bit of results, hitting a hard, difficult time, not having the knowledge, going because I couldn't figure it out and didn't have the time to do it. So that's what's going to feel like for you guys, and that's that's an incredibly defeating feeling. So you got to get into action so you know what is actually going to work. So okay, so the if I were to just spin the perspective on my twenty years of yo-yo dieting, I definitely found out what um, what what doesn't work for here for me, right? Because again, every single thing I purchased, everything I um, invested in, you know, time, energy, resources, money, sanity, um, I got a little bit of good from. And had I gone all in, I probably would have got a lot of good from, right? But one thing I learned the most about, not what program doesn't work, what Paula's mindset piece doesn't work <laughs> and so um, going halfway winging it not working with an expert all of those things uh, were made very clear to me when I took action of what is not part of my winning formula um, Kelly what else do we have on there um, I there's a little theme I hear going because we're talking about awareness and we mentioned it earlier so you know being aware that you need the expert guide and then also that people are focused on no no or low very very low carbs mm. instead of the types of carbs or the food quality and this kind of goes back to again the awareness of our bodies are super smart they want to be healthy they want to heal ourselves mm. but there's so much uh, scientifically lab created foods that have gr you know grown in the years that are that these are foreign entities to our body so it's mm. kind of getting back to basics and i love what jody said um i think it was in our group yesterday uh that she actually is craving salads like no one thinks i'm gonna go have a salad but lettuce it's from the earth it's all these things that you know we are meant to be eating and that our taste buds love and our our taste buds actually come back we can start mm. tasting things again and it's kind of like, you know, they say smokers. I don't know. I never was one. But, you know, they lose their sense of taste and smell. And mm. then when they stop, it comes back. It's the same thing with all that lab-created food. You're just, you know, putting stuff in your mouth and your body, and it doesn't know what to do with it. So it puts fat here, here, and here, and here. And, you know, we need to change that process. And it's, it's becoming aware. So the types of food that we put in our body is super important. Oh my gosh, that makes all the difference. And I feel like this is one of the big reasons why keto diets fail is because, or at least some of them, because they don't have an emphasis on food quality. They have an emphasis on no carbs or really, really low carbs. So they're throwing in foods on the food list for you to eat just based on those macros, but not based on how your body's going to react um, from the toxins that are in the processed foods that are on their list. And to me, that's crazy. I mean, we're talking about health. So you guys have to think about if you're enrolling in a program or you're following somebody who's a keto expert and you see that their people are getting lots of results, please, please dig in and understand, do they support high-quality, all-natural, non-toxic foods in their program? Because if you want something sustainable, 
that's the direction you have to go in. And, you know, okay, maybe you just want to get in that little black dress for such and such event. Um, I honor that. I, there's value in that. Like, I get that. We're, we're all humans, and um, how we look has a lot to do with how we feel, how we portray ourselves to the world. But let's not go sh- just for the short-term wins. Let's do the actions that create short-term wins, but also are sustainable for that long-term experience that we want to have in five years from now, 10 years from now. I mean, come on, just next year. Like, right? <laughs> so we're not back in this place again, having the same conversation, trying to get those same 10 pounds off again. Like, I'm, I was so tired of that year after year for two decades, trying to get the same bringing 10 pounds off um, that I was just like adding. Actually, every year, uh, I was adding on to those 10 pounds. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. And I was just going to say that. That was so, that's such a defeating feeling. Uh, from trying all these, uh, you know, toe dipping into all these different things. Uh, but but the reason why, one of the reasons why some of these keto diets fail is because they do not provide a list of high quality foods for you that keep you out of being, um, having inflammatory reactions, um, making your body have to protect itself from the toxins that are being consumed, um, where the fat has to surround it to go, oh my gosh, toxins, Let's protect the body, and then, and then they hug the toxins, and then they're like, okay, let's go get stored somewhere where this, so the body doesn't have to um, process this toxin. So, uh, you know, it's, it's counterintuitive uh, for what the process is about in terms of trying to get healthy and manage your weight. I know a lot of you guys struggle with your weight. I get that. Uh, one of the reasons why you're, you like following some of the things that we talk about is because of the fact that you know we have that background of also having struggled with our weight. So I'm telling you, sustainability is all about the quality of the food that you put in your body now and forever. Because, again, every decision that you make right now shapes the reality of tomorrow, the next day, and in the future. So when you think about what am I doing today, think about, well, what's the result I want? down the line you know who who am i trying to be down the line what is the training i need to do for that right now in order to have that result right because you can't just sign up for a marathon we've, we've used this excuse so many times you can't sign up for a marathon and go run it tomorrow most organizations wouldn't even let you do that unless you could prove that you have experience doing that but my point is is that you're going to wreck yourself if you do that so don't expect that you can go and do something that's like that, that's, you know, that's an advanced level like that. And, and, you know, from my experience, sustaining good health is advanced level of being a human being. In our world today, in our first world environment today, being a healthy human being is an advanced level of being a human being. So if you want advanced level <laughs> life, you, you got to get advanced level with your health. <clears throat> Kelly, what else we got? Um, and then that leads us to people, um, keto diets fail because it's not following a sustainable, proven process. Mm. <laughs> so they tell you to eat all the meat in the world and you eat all the meat and you eat a pound of bacon in a week or more, more than a pound. I, I could put down a pound in a day if I let myself, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> I don't eat that every day, but, um, you know, it's eating all the meats and then you have issues with the quality of just the meat that you're eating. The fact that you're not feeding your body anything else. They say anybody who says run away, like anybody who says no carb, run away, run away really fast because that is not good for you. And we touched on that, I think last week, um, a little bit of what happens to your body when you're not feeding it what it should have um, in addition to just meat or, you know, other types of protein. Um, but so that becomes non-sustainable for people. They can't just eat steak every single day. And not, oh, and, and expect to have good quality health. Right. In the long term. <laughs> yeah. Your doctor would probably look at you and go, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> and you can't just do like high fats and proteins either. So just so you guys know, um, a healthy diet, especially that in the world of keto and low carb, is uh, so so typically you'll hear if you don't hear it as keto you might hear it as high fat low carb and then the, the rest of that would be moderate protein that is more sustainable than than the authentic real original version of keto but again if you're not focusing on point number two which is quality of foods it's still not sustainable and for that matter any kind of eating plan if it's not having high quality foods 
um, is not going to be sustainable. I used to do, um, uh, what you mean, Jenny Craig. I did that for the longest time and I bought their food and this is not a knock on the organization because they have helped so many women, um, transform their lives. <clears throat> so I, I honor them for that. I didn't get any results <laughs> from that process, but it's not because they didn't have a good structure, uh, of how to help somebody through, you know, getting healthy. It's because I was expecting that I would walk in and my coach would say, bippity boppity boo, you're going to lose some weight. And then here's the food. That's the magic pill. That's going to make it all happen. And, uh, and so I just it was expecting that somebody was going to fix me in that situation. And so for me, that's why it didn't work. But when knowing what I know now, whenever those programs are providing foods for you, first thing you got to do is turn that sucker over and look at what the macros are and look at what the ingredients are. And, you know, I know you guys have heard this. It almost sounds cliche. If you can't pronounce it, you got to question it. But again, with the internet, it's so easy to look up what that stuff is. But then on the other hand, I get it. I don't want to know. I don't care about that stuff. I don't want to know what all those crazy words are. I just want somebody to tell me this is good. This is bad. You know, right. Eat that. So again, I totally get that. You need an expert to help you going back to point one to make that process easier for you. But please don't mistake getting an expert um, for not taking responsibility, thinking that the expert's going to come in and do the work for you. It's not. They're a guide to help educate you on what you need to do for you. Right? So that's a really important part. So in terms of sustainability, the best chance you guys have at sustainability is to do the work, to learn how to do it right, to understand the process and why it works and how it affects your body and how you need to change it as you begin to change, as you start to lose weight, as your hormones change over time. If you want to control your hormones a little bit more, not your hormones, well, your hormones, but yeah. also your metabolism, <laughs> right? If you eat right and you eat healthy, you can actually uh, change your metabolism too. So for me at 48, pre perimenopausal, my body is starting to go like, hey, I don't want to work that hard anymore. <laughs> so what you yeah. were eating for the last five years that helped you stay in shape um, isn't going to work anymore. So you have to change that up. So I can change that up with fitness. I can change that up with diet. I can make my metabolism go up a bit to stay on board with me um, so that I can, again, be in control. But I have to do that work. That's what's going to make it sustainable. What I did 20 years ago, um, skipping two meals and doing a hard step workout, aerobic workout at the gym, um, got me in that skinny dress or that skinny uh, black, little black dress, you know, by the end of the day. You know, that, that doesn't fly for me anymore. <laughs> okay, I go, okay, I want to wear yeah. a black dress in six months. I better start getting to work on that right now. <laughs> right. So, and most okay. likely the yo-yo dieting that you and I did damaged our metabolism. Mm -hmm. So what we have done is we have, we're able to change it and repair it at the same time. So yeah. like if you're finding that you're trying one, one thing after another and nothing's working, most likely something's broke. Yeah. You know, and it's like you, you've attacked it and get, finally gave it the one-two punch, you know. <laughs> so, Yeah, so, so sustainability is going to be a partnership of you and your commitment to your health together with an expert or a structure or a program or something that's going to give you expert guidance that you feel aligned with and uh, believe in and have seen proof that it can produce the results that you want to experience and know that that is your, it's your responsibility to understand, is this my next best step for the results I want in the future? And so do that work and continue to question it and test it and ask that question throughout the process at every milestone. Is this still the next best step for me to stay in this program? And if not, what is? Because as you grow and change and experience successes, you need to keep questioning the processes that you're doing and following and using to get to where you got with that success because that might not be the process you need for the next level. So that's why within our program, we create multiple levels. We have mm -hmm. right now uh, multiple levels of just one part of the process built in to advance you through in, in digestible bite-sized pieces no pun intended since we're talking about food. 
uh, <laughs> my coffee's in the other room. <laughs> I made Kelly hungry. Um, by teaching you guys in a way that you can absorb so that it's not too much information that you don't need right off the bat. We're just giving you what you need to get started, get some great wins, um, not compromise your health, not compromise nutrition, not compromise what we know your metabolic system is going to need, <clears throat> and then we graduate you. Um, okay, great question. Carolyn asks, hey, is organic, non-GMO factor in, in food quality? Yes, absolutely. Anything that can cause inflammatory responses is a factor in food quality. Kels, mm -hmm. sounds like absolutely. No, I just, I totally think, and you know, we talk about food quality, we say, oh, buy the best, you know, and, and we've said this before, you know, um, if you can't buy the best, buy the next best, you know, grass fed, you know, if we're talking about beef, grass fed beef is the best, or if you can't afford that, then it's organic. And of yeah. course, stay away from the GMOs. I, I have personal beliefs about that as well, but I think that's hugely bad for you. Uh, so yes, definitely add, take that into account when you're looking at quality for food. So yeah, and Carolyn, to, to Kelly's point and to answer your question, um, some people say like that stuff is like, there's that whole market is such a ripoff. Like there, there are definitely um, organizations out there that are abusing the organic label um, and not being like truly organic, and even the the re the re requirements of organic isn't a hundred percent organic, right? Um, if, unless you're growing it yourself, you're not going to know if it's a hundred a hundred percent, or if you know the farmer um, of who's doing. It, if you're going like buying at farmers market or something like that, but as close to that as we can, right? Again, I can't. I don't have time, nor do I want to be the expert of making sure every single thing I put in my food, my body is 100% organic. I would have to become a farmer to do that and grow my own food. <clears throat> and then, you know, collaborate with other people like that who grow their own food because I could never grow all the foods that I would need myself here in Southern California. I would have to talk to people all over the world who do it the same way <laughs> somehow before the food dies getting to me, um, get that food. So this is why we use supplements. Um, this is why we do things to detox on a regular basis because we know we can't avoid um, consuming either through food or in the environment some amount of toxins. So it's just a given. It's going to happen. Uh, but as much as we have the ability to weed that out, we do. And when I say ability, access finances, knowledge, all of that stuff plays in. And, and honestly, for me, in my journey, it has been something that has been, you know, gradual, like I'll start with a certain area. And I really hone in on trying to get the best quality there, do that learning, don't put the pressure on myself to to have it across the board. And then okay, once I've got that down, I'm comfortable. And I know what my, you know, my go to's are in that space. Then I move to the next space and I level that up and then you go on down the line. It's a process that we have to master over the course of the rest of our lives. So um, is it a factor for best results? Yes, it's a factor. So um, <clears throat> is it necessary in terms of getting into the program? No, but we'll give you opportunities. Three months been learning this process. Got it. Ah, awesome. Yeah. Good mm. job, girl. Proud of you. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people who are doing keto right now because doctors are recommending it um, as far as they can. They're not nutrition experts, but um, I'm sure unless they've gone and done their own research to, to have more knowledge about it, I think what they're seeing out there in the world is that people are getting really great health results by eating low carb and um, healthy, higher fats and reducing the excessive amounts of low quality meats that are being out there. Um, and not only that, there's no processed foods, depending on which program you follow. Um, some programs, again, keto have a list of a lot of processed foods. They only care about the macros. Kels. No, I was just agreeing with you. Okay. <laughs> Absolutely agreeing with you. So another thing that I love too, when we talk about sustainable uh, processes, um, just to get back to that a little bit to maybe round that out, is um, I I love that we are constantly learning more for you guys. 
So we've put together everything based on what we've learned to make it as easy as possible for you. But we're still learning ourselves to be able to bring the best stuff to you, the newest things, because things change. Mm -hmm. You know, um, there's always something going on. There's always new information. And we need to take in that information, process it. How does it fit? You either throw it away or incorporate it. And so I and we're all kind of, you know, dipping into our own, you know, interests too. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I mean, like one area right now, I'm, I'm asleep. I'm learning so much about what affects our sleep. And it's, mm -hmm. it's things I would never have even thought about. Like um, one quick little thing was like your, your eyes and sunlight, the amount of sunlight you get, unshaded, no sunglasses, eye, you know, eye sun, whether it's a cloudy day or not, it still makes a difference. You know, those types of things. I never knew that. I'm just like, wow, this is like, this is like, I feel like, you know, a baby going, whoa, this is a whole new world. <laughs> Look what I can do. <laughs> you know, so it's just stuff like that that affects our weight, how we process food, our digestive system. You know, I mean, yeah, there's a whole slew of things that have yet to be discovered by us. Mm -hmm. But I love that we're constantly learning to bring the newest and best things to, to, our, to our ladies, to our hero moms. And now we have tons of things already in place for you guys to yes. grow into. So mm -hmm. we have stuff to get you started. We have stuff to advance you. We have stuff to take you all the way to that place of sustainability <clears throat> where you start to get to that place where you're uh, a master and an expert of yourself, your own body, your own mindset, your spirituality. Uh, and, you know, when we talk about sleep, that's another aspect that comes into play when it comes to your physical health. So we, we, we uh, tackle the psychological, the physiological, and the spiritual aspects of you and all that come under those things. So there's, you know, uh, the, the, the depth uh, and width of our program is huge. Um, but right now, what we know uh, from our own personal experiences and from many experts that we've learned from and studied is that until we get our physiology at a higher level, it's very difficult, very difficult for us to sustain any level of success in any other area of our lives. Relationships, career, managing time, finances. I just switch I always start with the thumb going down, <laughs> and I never can, when I get to like that, that, that finger, like it doesn't work. So you know what I mean. <laughs> um, courage, emotions. Uh, the way you think about your future. There's so many things that go into, um, you know, happiness for life. Hobbies, time for yourself, self-love, like self-support, self-reliance, belief in yourself. Like all of those areas are affected by health. When you look in the mirror or when you're sitting and that flub of extra stuff, like, oh my gosh, I just remember when I was sitting and I had that layer right here they like push off. Like <laughs> what I hated was that I sat down like this and I could feel skin touching skin, touching skin. And I was like, ah, I just want to like walk like this all the time <laughs> and sit like that. <laughs> so I couldn't feel that. And it's a, it's so crazy. Thank you, Annie. Mwah. Oh, that's sweet. And so, I mean, just those kinds of things. I can't go out and have crazy success in other areas of my life at a sustained level because this kept telling me, you don't know what you're doing. You're not good enough. You can't even figure this out. And so until I got full control of that, then I could have the ambition to aspire to another level. Otherwise, it's like, I'm only good enough for this level here. And I'm just going to stay right here my whole life. I have no hope. I have no, no, not no desire. I have no hope, but no self-belief that I can get out of this place because this is, shows me that I can't. And I hated that. But I see so many women um, who are conquering that and who are stepping up and improving their relationships, improving their finances, improving the way that they think, improving the, the way they feel about themselves as moms, wives, uh, friends, uh, bosses, coworkers, uh, employees, whatever it is that's important to them in their lives, their contribution in the church, they're stepping up more because they have more belief and they're having a bigger, better experience of life in ways that they couldn't have ever even thought possible. So this is what we want for you guys. This is why we don't just call our program uh, a diet, even though we have a diet within our program, but this is why we call it 
Hero Mom Legacy Academy because we're about helping you guys create your legacies, which is which is in here somewhere, in your here, not my hair. I don't know if it is here. <laughs> um, <laughs> but your legacy is in here, and it's in here. And you deserve that. And the people who you love deserve that. And we want to help out of you. And we start yeah. that with you guys winning when it comes to health. So, yeah. I know it's I okay I live in the song okay so we want you guys <laughs> dancing in the aisles going I feel good like I knew that I should that's a huge line right there too because yes you do deserve it and this and, and you need to feel good body and mind and that's what the legacy academy does yeah so you guys if you have other questions about the keto diet a low carb or the Hero Mom Diet, or the Hero Mom Legacy Academy, the best place to pop those questions in, if you don't want to put them here in the comments, is join Hero Mom Nation. Just click on that link right here in the description. We have these kinds of conversations and more. We have a new group of Hero Moms starting the Hero Mom Diet Challenge and Documentary this week. So if you guys have been on the fence, you've been doing the work, and you're ready to jump in, with experts and guidance and structure and a program that gets results, um, let us know. We, we would love to have you be part of that experience with us, and we would love to be part of your journey. We'd love to celebrate and support that um, part of your life with you guys and help you discover how you can level yourself up to whatever it is that you have to do. Maybe even you don't know what that is. We can help you get clarity on what that is so you have a direction. One of the things I hear moms talking about a lot is, I don't even know what my purpose is. My life has been, you know, kids, husband, work, or, you know, some version of that, some variation of that. And I get that. Um, totally my, my life too. So maybe you're at that point where you're like, I love all that. I appreciate all that. That is an important part of my life for me. Those are important areas of my life for me. But I don't want that to be the only thing that I'm about. I'm not a paycheck. I'm not an apron. I'm not a, a little piece of lingerie. <laughs> <You know? laughs> um, that's, not all, that's not all my worth is about. Um, <laughs> there's me. There's who I am. Like, me. And I want to be able to uh, feel that. I want to be able to connect with that again and, and, and celebrate who I am as a person um, because you get lost in caring for other people. We want to help you guys get clear on who that woman is now. Because, again, mm -hmm. you've had lots of experiences in life, created lots of new successes since you were that woman who started a family. So you have changed. You have evolved. You're not that person anymore. But you do need to know who you are if you want to get to a destination. You've got to know where you are now. So, yes, Carolyn, we appreciate you so much. Thanks for the awesome questions. Steve, thanks for hopping on. You guys, so many. Jen Watson, Mark, thanks for hopping on, you guys, and hanging out with us. Uh, we appreciate you guys so, so much. Melanie's on, um, or maybe she's not anymore. Brian was on. Shauna, uh, Kenny. No, we Ken. had lots of people. Zavana, Louise. Oh, my gosh, you guys are amazing. Thanks for hanging out with us, you guys. If you have any questions, please drop it in the thing or join us in here, Mom, and we'll see you guys on Thursday. Mwah. <laughs>